Hello, 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 and welcome back to the show. Let me turn that air conditioner down. We got enough noise going on out here. Alright, so welcome to the show. Welcome back. Rodi Sato. Um I am a delivery driver. That is the noise uh, the road is that noise in the background. It is going to be in every episode. So far as I can tell. Um, so I, I hope it's not too distracting. I know it, it, it's taken, it takes me a minute. There's a couple of uh, podcasts that I listen to that got a little bit of noise in the background. It takes a minute to get used to. Um, even whenever I listen to my old podcast that... Um, listening to that noise in the background it's it's there you notice it but hopefully the things that I talk about are um, attention grabbing enough that you're not uh, completely distracted by the noise in the background alright so I want to The plan is, okay, for this episode to cover a little bit of my history and to talk about the Four Noble Truths. Um, Reality, probably going to talk about that and about 20 other things all mixed up in there at the same time, okay? It's pretty much how my mind works, okay? I just kind of, I hit the record button. And I talk. (laughs) So. um, What I need to do here is. um, How do I say this? Alright. So. History wise. um, I'm not a religious person. Okay. Um. Not that book. This one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm getting my getting myself ready ahead of time here. Um. um, um, um. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. sorry. History. I'm not a religious person. Okay. Um. I am. I. Uh, I guess you could say I am an atheist. Okay. And not an atheist in the sense that I do not believe that God exists. Okay. Atheist in the sense that I am um, I'm not a follower or a believer in any of the gods or deities or divine beings that anybody has set out in front of me thus far. Okay. Um, if, if a day comes along and there's God out there and he shazams himself in front of me and says, Rich, look at this display I have put upon. I am God. I'm still going to be a little cautious about it. 
still going to be a little doubtful. It's like, wow, how did you do that? I got some questions. Let's talk for a little bit. And then once I am fully satisfied that this being in front of me is a God or the God or divine being or whatever word, okay, I'm still going to still going to be kind of cautious about the word worship, okay? So, we'll see, okay? Maybe that day will arrive, maybe it won't. I'm not going to hold my breath. What I am going to do is follow my Buddhist practice, okay? Uh, It's, how do I say, it is for me, the thing that fits best, right? I I was born into a uh, Southern Free Will Baptist church type family, right? My mom's dad was the preacher. My mom's brother went to school to be a preacher. My mom and dad's family went to the same church. That's where my parents met. Pretty sure they were married in that church as well. And for years, church was a big, important thing. And I could could still remember the fear that I felt that very first Sunday that we didn't go to church. Like, we're going to church, right? I'm sick, and dad's at work, and blah, blah, blah. blah. Wait a minute. We got to go. It's Sunday. We have to go to church. It'll be fine. No, we have to go to church, because if we don't go to church, then we're all going to burn in hell, and I don't want that to happen. And I got scared and scared and scared, and Sunday came. Sunday morning rolled around. And we didn't go to church, and noon rolled around, and all my buddies were calling, hey man, why weren't you at church? Come outside, let's play. And I'm like, I don't, I'm scared to go outside because I'm going to get struck down and I'm going to burn in hell. And, oh man. But as the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years went by, I missed a, a few more days of church, and more and more and more and then eventually we just stopped going and I got more and more comfortable with the idea that we don't got to go to church church isn't uh, church isn't a requirement and if we didn't have to go to church so I started asking more questions. Now, my my church, I'm pretty sure my church didn't uh, didn't mind me not being there because I was one of those kids that asked a lot of questions. Because how am I supposed to learn anything if I don't ask any questions? And the most aggravating part of church was that I would dig in a little too deep. I'd strike a nerve or two too deep and they wouldn't have an answer and you can see that look in their eye like 
okay, well, there, there's an answer to the question. I know the answer. I just, I don't, I don't know the answer. And then you'd see that look of relief in their face, like, aha, I got it. Just have faith. What? Just have faith? What? I don't, I don't get that. And it, it started a long spiral of me questioning the whole book and getting to a place where it it's not uh, it's not exactly clear to me how how real of a thing the stories in that book and a lot of other books are. Now, that portion of it, I I could kind of look past because, you know, look at the story they tell about the Buddha and how he's born and, and, you know, magic elephants and all kinds of cool stuff going on. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the story came back that the Buddha's mom and everybody around her were magic mushrooms or something right before the delivery okay be a, a pretty wild kind of moment but it's it's little things like that 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 I don't know that it makes me question the validity of and when placing Buddhism and and Christianity side by side and looking at Christianity, and this idea that um, there's this this mythical being more or less saying here's the rules you gotta follow them or you're gonna burn in hell but dad loves you and I'm also my dad and I'm also all of you and then to look at Buddhism and say, okay, look, here's a couple of ideas, all right? I sat under this tree for a little while, and I thought things out, and and here's what I think. And I'm going to tell my, my five buddies here, and we're going to go out, and we're going to go spread this word around, and we're going to talk to lots of people at a time, and, and you know, we're going to... You know, expand upon these ideas over the next however many years. And these are just suggestions. Okay, this is this is the path that I followed to get to this idea of nirvana, of enlightenment. Okay? This is how I got here. You wanna you wanna take a couple of little pieces that you like, that's fine. All this other stuff that you don't like, forget about it. Don't worry about it, none. Okay. That, that's kind of where I've been at for like the last year. Okay, I got I got kind of serious about it about a year ago about being a Buddhist and uh, really digging in and seeing what it all means. And uh, I, I ran into the hurdle 
again that how do I say I want to say it's caused me a problem <laughs> but it, it makes it sound mean or bad and I don't want it to sound that way what I'm trying to get at is that I'm at this point right now I'm not a vegetarian and that's been a big hurdle for me okay and uh, we can get into the whole vegetarian debate in another episode but I, I you know I, I, I couldn't get past that so instead of like all of the other times closing the book setting it back up on the shelf and walking away I'm now armed with this this tool, the internet. I can hop on the interwebs, I can get on a Facebook group or something, and I can ask a question like, hey man, how big of a deal is it that I'm not a vegetarian? And a lot of people came back with the with the statement, well, of course you have to be a vegetarian. Cause no suffering, right? You can't you can't be Buddhist and eat meat at the same time. It's not allowed. It's not proper. It's bad karma. And it's all this all this negative stuff. So I'm like, oh man. You know? So I'm like, alright, well, I guess I'm not gonna be Buddhist. And this guy here. Uh, you sorry man. I'm not gonna wait. I usually try to be as as uh, respectful and as accommodating as I can to the truck drivers. Okay, I drive around in a little transit. Alright? It's not even the six foot tall interior one. Just a regular old run of the mill transit that doesn't have any back seats. Okay? Now... I have a lot of respect for these tractor trailer drivers, the big rig drivers, right? Because they're out here all day, every day. I put in my eight hours, sometimes 10 hours, and I go home. These guys are out here away from their families and they're dealing with everybody's crap all the time, the end. And I, I feel like if they had if they had somebody out there that was looking out for them out on the road that would slow traffic down so that they could get over and that kind of thing, I'd go out of my way and I'd make that happen. Okay. That, that's, the, that's the kind of driver I am. Okay. So I, I thought I'd put that vibe out there so that anybody listening to this, if you you two are a fellow Rodisatva, the I, I think this is probably one of the nicest things that you could do on the road. It's just a slow down and let the truck drivers, you know, help them out, flash your lights, whatever it's appropriate for them to merge in front of you. It's just, uh, just a thing I picked up along the way and I thought I'd pass it along. Alright, so...
I'm not a vegetarian. Oh, we already went over there. Never mind. I want to get on to the Four Noble Truths. Alright? I do not know this well enough to get into the whole poly translations and stuff like that. Okay? I, I, I don't I don't know the poly words. Like dukkha and stuff like that. I know that the 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 poly translation is the the word is how about how about we we turn it around and say that the English language and its vocabulary is much more dense and complex than than the poly language of 2,500 something years ago. Okay. 2,500 years ago, the word dukkha covered a wide range of, of vocabulary. Now, whenever I, whenever I read it, it comes across as suffering. A lot of the books and 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 whatnot that you read, the content that you consume, they talk about it being suffering, but it's not just limited to that word. And suffering is a complex word all in itself, also. Okay. The word suffering, the word dukkha can also include sickness um, that you know the, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty complicated word okay? and it's, it's it brings me suffering trying to translate it <laughs> all right so the four noble truths. We'll just read them off real quick and um, discuss them here in a minute. Okay. Um, the first noble truth: If you are alive, you will know suffering. The cause of suffering is attachment, and that's the second one. The third one is you can end suffering, and the fourth noble truth is the end of suffering. You can end suffering by following the Eightfold Path. Okay? Now, we already got into it with the first noble truth. Okay? Suffering. You will know suffering. If you are alive, you will know suffering. Okay? Now, it'll be a little easier to discuss it once we get into the, the second noble truth and... And the, the cause of suffering is attachment. Right. Attachment, the, that word, can also be translated to mean um, desire, crave, things along that line, okay? And... 
you start to get a better understanding for the word suffer. Okay. Because you are attached to um, how do we say this? Because you are you have a craving for sugary sweets and sodas and candies and cakes and ice cream and, and all of that and because you crave it you eat a lot of it you'll get fat and because you get fat then you develop cardiovascular disease because you've got cardiovascular disease you don't move around as much. Because you don't move around as much, you get fatter. Then you get type 2 diabetes. And then it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse until eventually it kills you. Okay, and that, and that's, that's kind of what aggravates me about this world that we live in, that instead of instead of devoting a bunch of time and money and effort and resources into how do I say this? Into making people realize that medicine is just a cover-up of the symptoms. Okay, if, if like right now I'm fat. Okay, and I'm hoping to be able to do something about that. Um, lose some weight, that kind of thing. And I'll, I'll try to document my my health stuff on, on social media and whatnot. Um, How do I say this? Because I drink a lot of soda, because I eat a lot of sugary sweets and whatnot, I'm fat. I'm 5'10, 250 pounds. Alright. I got a lot of muscle on me, yeah. I'm of above average strength, I would suppose. But I got a big fat belly and I know that eventually it's going to get worse if I don't do something about it and if I don't do something about it it's going to do something about me and I may get to a point where I, I can't turn it around okay. because I crave Pepsi because I crave chocolate cake and because I give into those cravings certain things happen to me on a on a physiological level that you know every once in a while not a big deal but because I give into those cravings on a very regular basis like I drink a lot of soda 
It has done things to my body that is not good. And I need to I need to turn that around as soon as possible before bad stuff that cannot be repaired occurs. Because, and, and it's, it's taken me a little while to, um, figure out why the Buddhist monks were, are, I'm sorry, are required to be celibate, to not be in a sexual relationship, and not be married and that kind of thing because that's another form of attachment right being being married i i understand that okay if if i get home and my wife is laying on the floor she doesn't have a pulse not breathing, her body's cold, and she dies, I will, uh, I will experience suffering. And it's kind of weird because whenever I first got into Buddhism, I heard a lot of people talking about how Buddha didn't Buddha didn't teach Buddhism. Buddha taught about suffering and the end of suffering. The the cessation of suffering in this life right now and attaining enlightenment and experiencing heaven on earth right here right now in this lifetime. Not work hard, work hard all your life, read from this book, practice the, the practices, do all the stuff that the book says, and then whenever it's all over, and then you die, maybe, maybe. And the idea of of reincarnation. The idea at, at first before getting into Buddhism and especially here lately it, it really kicked in that that idea of reincarnation at first sounded like a punishment. You didn't do it right this, this time around so you're going to have to do it all over again. You're going to have another opportunity at, at being on this planet. Another opportunity to exist on this, this plane of existence. And at first that sounded like, like a punishment. But it, it kind of sounded like 
a second chance or another chance. They didn't do so hot this time around. Let's try it again. Let's take the things that you've learned this time around into the next existence and, and see what happens next. Maybe you get it right this time. Maybe you get it right this time as a dog or as a praying mantis or as an eagle or as a tree or as a human again. Who knows? And not to see it as as a as a punishment. To see it as an opportunity to try again. And I mean what what else have you got to do? I mean, do you know what happens on the other side of, of this? You know? I don't I don't think that there's any sort of science or evidence that backs up the idea of reincarnation. It may be that you know the they laid down some objects in front of the Dalai Lama and he was supposed to pick out a couple of items that that belong to his spirit in a past life and just coincidentally he touched the right ones at the right time and poof this this four or five year old kid gets to be the Dalai Lama more or less the, the king of the Buddhist society whatever it is, okay? I don't know if if reincarnation is real or not. But I, I do know that the little bit of Buddhism that I have been practicing so far has led to a lot less suffering in my life than than I had been experiencing many moons ago. If that makes any amount of sense. I want to continue diving in and and seeing what happens next, applying it that much further. Hey, we're we're uh, second noble truth. Sorry, this prime truck almost plowed out in front of me. Goes on his blinker, just moves on over. Wait, wait, wait! Slow down, man. Um, okay, so the first two noble truths, pretty dark and deep and scary and scared me off a handful of times. Like, man, I, I got enough problems in my life. I don't, I don't need, I don't need my, my religion or my, 
my spiritual practice or my philosophy dragging me down any farther than I am already. I, I walked away a handful of times just because of the, the first two noble truths. And this time around, I, I stuck it out. And I was like, let's, let's see what it's got to say. Okay? So the first two are kind of dark and dreary, but the third one comes around with a little bit of hope. It says, the the suffering can stop. If you detach yourself from these cravings. If you detach yourself from this suffering. Suffering can, how does this say in here? You can end suffering. That's pretty simple. fourth noble truth comes in with a plan. And not only not only is it possible for you to end suffering, but I've got a plan for it. That plan is the eightfold path. Right? How amazing of a thing is that? Okay? I can tell you right now, just just following the the four noble truths, keeping the four noble truths in mind on a on a daily basis, it's it, it's an amazing thing. Speaking of amazing things, one of the things that I love about my job so much is the, the changing in the weather from like a sunny day to a cloudy day the difference between um, being at Joplin, Missouri in the morning and being in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the afternoon and then coming back to the Joplin area is you know the the storm systems come in kind of from the south and I can see so far away that you can like right now where I'm at right now is dry no rain but you can see the little burst in the clouds that the rain is coming down there and there and a little bit right here Awesome. It's an amazing thing to be able to be out here and watch that occur. Wow. Alright, where was I? The Eightfold Path. Eightfold Path gets its own episode. It gets its own episode. That, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, I will 
we'll drag up the, uh, the five precepts here right quick and say that I got I got a little bit of time here. Precepts. this is the five precepts is where I start to, to have a problem with Buddhism because it's it's where I start getting into the idea of being <clears throat> it being a requirement that you are a vegetarian my data plan was not <clears throat> was not so poor be up right well while we're waiting phone oh there we go alright let's look at this picture here real quick oh my god come here alright well the first precept alright and I can kind of make it out here alright Is, is no killing. Oh, okay. There it is. Alright, five precepts. No killing, no stealing, no sexual misconduct, no lying, no intoxicate, no intoxicants. Alright, and that, that's a pretty reasonable list. You're not asking for too much, right? But in some other translations, the first precept isn't no killing, it's cause no suffering. And at first I was pretty alright with the idea of eating meat. You know what? Maybe this maybe this should be a, a different different uh, episode. Okay. Gone pretty long here, haven't we? Where are we at? Almost 40 minutes. Yeah, we can, we can call it this now. Alright. Um, I do want to I do want to say that you know, I, being out here on the road, I'm, I'm tired of listening to the radio. I've listened to Too many different talks and whatnot that I I feel like I've I've got to talk about the stuff that I know and get it out there and hopefully I can I can get it to where I'm talking to somebody about some stuff and having a conversation. See, I, I like to consider myself a, an ignorant fool who's asking a lot of questions stirring up some conversation. Alright, because that, that's where I learn. And sometimes the the more expert master type people that I talk to and I ask questions, those people learn a little something too. 
if they don't learn something, at least they, they've had the opportunity to strengthen their stance on a particular subject, like being vegetarian. At any time in any of my episodes, you want to pause and, I don't know, take notes or send me a message or whatever, go ahead. Um, I haven't gotten any social media stuff set up, so I, um, I can't tell you where to go as far as this is where I'm at on this place and here's where I am on this place okay um what I can tell you is that I'm going to put down the hashtag Rodisatva and um you can you can search for that hashtag and it should take you to my content once you are there like follow and subscribe share with a friend interact with me okay like I said I I I live on interaction. It's my, it's my breath, it's my oxygen, it's my, it's, it's my essential in order for me to grow, in order for me to learn and become um, an even more, uh, an even better Rodizatva, I, I need to learn more and, and, and all that fun stuff, okay? So... Interact with me, okay? Um, being on the road allows me an opportunity to to do several episodes, depending on the length, every day. And that is not necessarily the one and only plan, but you know, it's kind of part of the plan. I I I, I like to talk. I like to discuss things and it's part of the chain of events that I'm going to talk about the four noble truths and my my interpretation of them now and to talk about the eightfold path and my interpretation of them now and then to come back you know in a few months and then again in a few years and then again in a, in a couple of decades and and see where how far I have evolved from from where I was you know, September, what does it say? September 25th, 2019, as compared to September 25th, 2049. Look back on this episode and say, oh, <laughs> man, I thought it, I almost had it, but I got a deeper understanding of it now, you know. 30 years later. Okay. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm tired. I'm going to get these windows down and sing some music. Get myself woke up. Alright. Um, so yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. Let me know what you think about the show. And I'll talk to you later, man. Goodbye.